Hello and welcome to a new episode of Pat's Chat. Today, I have the great pleasure to have Wan Xin with me. She's the co-founder of AI Talents. Uh, so she's helping kids uh, and young people to become entrepreneurs. Really uh, an awesome topic to talk about today. Thank you very much, uh, Wan Xin, for joining me today. Thank you, Patrick, for having me here. It's a pleasure to speak here. Okay, great. Uh, Wan Xing, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Where did you grow up? Okay, uh, I'm actually from Penang. So it's an island uh, north side of Malaysia, like a small island. Um, right now, I think it's the you, you, they were classified as the UNESCO heritage place. So there are a lot of heritage places there and it's really a, a tourist place. But I grew up from there. So um, we speak uh, Hokkien, which is a, a type of dialect there, and it's widely used the whole uh, island. So if you go anywhere uh, to have like food, uh, you, you have to kind of speak Hokkien. Especially the food, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to order some food. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice yeah. island and great food there. Yeah, I always uh, yeah. overeat when I'm there, but a uh, beautiful place. <laughs> Uh, so you grew up in, in Penang. How, how would you describe yourself as a person or how would other people describe you? Um, I, I just had an encounter. In fact, it was yesterday. So maybe I can share about that. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, so I was meeting my friend, uh, Jay Flores, and she, 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 she mentioned to me, like, she feel like I'm very energetic. Uh, a lot of solutions I can. It's like I, I will put myself out there and... Um, I get a lot of comments that I'm very passionate as well. Yeah. Uh, and I would say um, some of my friends who are introverts would see that, you know, my schedule would be too like <laughs> frightening, overwhelmed for them uh, because I can have maybe seven, eight or even 10 meetings in, in one day. So I, mm. I talk a lot to, to a lot of people, um, but my quota of, you know, meeting people, it, it's quite, it's quite huge. So I'm okay to talk like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Extrovert and yeah. energetic. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you found uh, time today to talk uh, with me about uh, no these really? topics. Yeah. My so uh, yeah, you, you studied in uh, Australia. Now this becomes like a pattern for the guests I have on the show. Like mostly they study in UK or in Australia. <laughs> it's very interesting. And, and I always have to ask like, okay, why, why did you go to Australia? But for right, you, I would ask, right. like, you studied environmental science, right? What, yes, what was the right. motivation uh, for you to study these topics? Okay, so when I was um, 16, right? So I was in the class and uh, my, my teacher played a video by Al Gore. So the video is called The Inconvenient Truth. I oh, still remember until now. Yeah, I know. And I, I remember um, because that was the first time I, I saw that video and like my heart just sank and I, I felt really bad. And that was the time when I, I'm like, you know, why is nobody doing anything? That was the time when I think of that. So after, you know, the whole video is done, I started looking, you know, left and right, uh, my classmates, right? Um, only a few of them that they felt something and, you know, they started discussing about, you know, how can we do and everything. But a lot of them were just like that. They were writing on their notes. They don't really pay attention to what was happening, right? Um, so actually that, that incident was the, the day that I, I told myself that, you know what, why don't um, you know, I find a way to save the earth? <laughs> I was still 16, by the way. And then um, 
uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe I should do something about about the environment, right? And mm-hmm. that day, um, I actually went back and talked to my dad about this. That's when I decided I want to study environmental science once I graduate college. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you eventually did your bachelor in uh, Australia. I saw you were working uh, a couple of different jobs also in Sydney uh, yeah, before yeah, you coming yeah. back to to Malaysia and um, started uh, working here in Malaysia first. And that's right. Um, that's right. But then I see. Uh, well, interestingly, you started as a research analyst, right? Uh, how how yes. did that fit into your target for like making the world better? <laughs> Right. So um, when I first came back, uh, I was actually teaching special needs children, uh, but that was in an NGO uh, back in Penang. So it just happened that the NGO's, um, the CEO, right, cousin is the, the, my former boss, which is, you know, when I was a research analyst. Yeah. So they, they were cousins. So they introduced me to, <laughs> to my former boss. Right. And that's okay. how I, I actually landed the job. Uh, and just happened so his project at that time was um, a Selangor recycling pilot project. So it's a recycling project. And that time I felt like, you know, maybe I should try this. Yeah. So that's how I started the, joining the company. Understand, yeah. And uh, not long after that, you and basically co-founded your first uh, uh, company also. Yeah, startup. <laughs> yeah, that's called a startup, uh, Food Ninja, um, which yeah, had the yeah, target yeah. of uh, zero waste, right? Zero food waste. What What that's is the true. what What is what was the process you went through, like from uh, being hired an employee and the idea of starting a, a company? Right. Um, so when I was in Sydney, I joined uh, this this uh, action. What what do you call it? It's considered like a volunteer uh, service, and they are called Aussie Harvest. So basically, they they harvest those food, or no, they get the surplus food and they supply to the ones that need the the extra food. Uh, so I was there volunteering a few times and. Uh, when I came back, I actually told myself, you know, why don't I start something like that in Malaysia? And just happened so, I met a bunch of uh, friends, right? A group of friends that they want to start Food Ninja and I was there. So I joined them as a founding member uh, Well, I was working as an employee. So it's like Monday to Friday kind of thing. I, I was a research consultant, but Saturday, Sunday, I handled my own startup. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that being said, I, I would say it's it's... It, we need to respect our our employer that time as well. So I made sure I speak to my 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 former boss. I told him about my startup. I explained to him, uh, and I mentioned to him, you know, how I would spend my time, just to assure him that I wouldn't spend extra time on mm. my startup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would say um, that was pretty fun because you know just spending Sunday Sunday working on my startup. Uh, it's it's a great uh, learning curve as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell tell us more about uh, Food Ninja. I mean, what what was the how how did you build the company? At what stage was it? Also, um, later you left the company. I don't know what happened with it. But but what, yeah. can you like just like uh, guide us a little bit through the journey of Food Ninja? Because I mean, the yeah, idea sure, is sure. really a, a really nice one <laughs> and uh, uh, shows a lot of social responsibility also. So when I joined uh, my three co-founders, they already co-founded Food Ninja for, I think, six months. 
um, yeah, so when I joined, they, they have, you know, started some events. So the initial idea was to something like Aussie Harvest. We want to harvest a fast food and then give to the needy. Uh, and then we realized that this business model doesn't work because uh, there are like Food Aid Foundation. Uh, there are a lot of organizations that has been doing that. But um, there are not a lot of organizations that is doing the inedible food waste. Okay, for example, expired milk powder. Um, Pringles that are expired or even those organic food waste like our orange peel and all that so nobody actually harvests those right so we decided okay why not we work on those that we cannot be eaten <laughs> and, and and that's that's the way when we do the startup we the reason why we only work Saturday Sunday because four of us <laughs> we have our full-time job okay and yeah. we can only work Saturday Sunday <laughs> I understand yeah okay uh, yeah, so um, it was quite fun because during the journey, we realized that egg milk powder can actually turn into animal feed, like fish feed. Uh, even Pringles, we can turn it into animal feed. So these are the things that we've never thought of. And we started connecting, you know, farmers to, um, let's say, the, the milk powder manufacturer. Uh, so we started connecting people that. And at, at one point of time, we realized that this doesn't work because once we connect, you know, and that's it. It's like, how am I going to monetize that, uh, right? Yeah, so that we connect and then, oh, so, so it, it didn't work and it's not sustainable. Um, and that time we wanted to create the, something like eBay, but for food waste. Uh, okay, However, yeah. um, the lifespan of food it, is still there. So mm -hmm. it didn't, yeah, it just couldn't work. Um, so in round, if I'm not mistaken, about four, three, four years ago, we dissolved the company. Mm -hmm. okay, in, a, yeah. in, in, a, okay. in a good terms right we realized that yeah. uh, we cannot continue when four of us are working full-time uh yeah. it doesn't work yeah. okay i understand yeah and any ideas like to grow something else from it i mean if the business model oh. didn't work like from uh, the money perspective right um i think food waste is still a huge topic right not only in malaysia yes, like globally it right is. yeah it, it, th that's a reason why we still keep our Facebook page alive. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, really. like, yeah, 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 I'm okay. not kidding. Every, I think every two months or every month, we will receive some message like, can I be your intern? Uh, can I know more about you? So we still receive a lot of messages. So, you know, our, we were like, let's just keep it open. Maybe we can do something, you know, in the future. Uh, so at the moment, I don't have any idea yet. But yes, this is still something that I I'm truly passionate about. Mm, okay interesting so um, maybe you can share a little bit more the experience like um, when you figure out like this is not going to work out right like like how to make a stop right because I think many entrepreneurs mm. or many startups struggling with that um, with, with exactly that right it's like when is the right time or when when do you not give up, but when you decide together, especially together with other co-founders, mm. right? It's like, okay, it's not working mm. out. Let's let's put a halt to it. I think, uh, okay, so the trigger point was our main founder. He wanted to move to, to Johor. And that was kind of the trigger point where we, we, we sit down and we talk about it. And we say, you know, since you're moving to Johor and then the other two are getting full-time job, this and that. Why don't we stop? And then we, we see if everyone agree and indeed everyone agreed. So uh, we proceed to dissolve it. Yeah. Mm, understand. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Okay, but uh, this is the uh, the solving the company uh, opened uh, a new opportunity for you. Um, later, <laughs> yeah. you started uh, that company, uh, AI Talents, and yes. uh, you told me the story before, like what what was really the initial idea of AI Talents, and I really oh. like that. So maybe you can share the the story again, like with with the audience right. here. So, okay, so I have to rewind a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go back to how I met my business partner first yeah, before sure. you know, I really started AI. Yeah, Talent. that's good. Yeah, um, yeah so, so I met him uh, in 2018. And that time, he, he has, he's a scientist, right? he's a, a psychologist. So he does a lot of research. And for him, he did a lot of pilot tests meaning he tests between different ages, uh, different programs and all that. So he has already an idea in mind, like what he wants to do. So when I met him, um, basically he has, you know, do we, he has all the pilot test results. So after, after um, we had some working, uh, working relationship, then he approached me and he said, why don't we start something, right? And it was so hard to understand. <laughs> I have to say, Even though it's my first partner, it took me a long time to understand uh, what, what is his whole idea, right? Yeah. Uh, because he has so many layers uh, uh, after that and so many combinations, so many variables. Mm -hmm. So in the end, you know, I was like, you know what, let's, let's do something that, you know, if I don't understand, I think a lot of people out there wouldn't understand. Because, because <laughs> so can we idea, do something that... Yeah, because the idea yeah. was to... Uh, to predict, right? Somehow to predict uh, which which um, job would fit best to uh, students, right? Was that was that correct? And idea, that right? when when yeah. he first mentioned, it was even um, deeper. Mm -hmm. It was even deeper, whereby you know we want to incorporate some character building uh, and all that. Which, mm -hmm. if you mention, uh, hi, with you no know, parents, would you like to send your children to a character building class? It's like. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so um, it was not easy to uh, let the parents understand, uh -huh. right? And even, okay, you know, we want to match your children with the career. Um, it doesn't sound interesting. Mm -hmm. So we brainstorm a lot. Uh, we tried different ways. We pivot a lot. Then in the end, we decided, why don't, you know, we get corporates to mm -hmm. actually guide the children. And this, you know, actually works. So, When the children get feedback from the uh, business owners, right? Uh, I really like what you did. Uh, this is this. Continue, uh, but you know what you can improve is this and that. Even mm -hmm. though yeah. maybe the 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 coach will tell them, um, this is what you need to improve. They they don't really listen. Even if the parents tell them, they they don't quite <laughs> listen to it. But when the business owner, when the expert tell them, you need to improve on um, this and that. They actually take the advice. They actually take the feedback, and they improve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's like more of like uh, on the job finding your career path, yeah. right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I agree with right. you. I mean, I remember when I was like uh, like at the age of I don't remember exactly sixteen, something like that, right? Then it's time to like figure out what you want to do in the future, right? Mm. If you don't know, mm. then you visit like this uh, career coach, maybe you know the, and then do some analysis. Maybe you fill out some tests, right? And with replying mm. to 30 questions suddenly they come up with a, a job right <laughs> i don't know how they do that but maybe there's <laughs> better better uh, tests around but basically if you 
can work on something, right? And uh, you have a coach that really sees what you do on the job, right? It's the far better approach to really see the strength or the weaknesses and the interests of the kids also. So I, I wouldn't say the assessment, um, you know, it's, it's not a good thing. I think it's still good to really understand where is that particular child prone to, uh, maybe what is their potential. But for, for us, what we do is, okay, you say you don't like animation, right? Why don't you do it? And you will know whether you like it or not. <laughs> so go and experience um, coding and tell me yeah. if you really don't like. Because end up, the ones that keep saying, you know, I don't like, ended up like doing so much better than the yeah. other people. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So, so okay, let's let's go to the real uh, business model of AI talents. You can explain sure, that a little sure. bit because it's a kind of an ecosystem, right? Bring the, the kids yeah. together with the industry and you manage that everything. Uh, the academy is in, involved. Uh, give us a bit a summary and overview how you built the business around it. Right, okay. So uh, maybe I explain the concept first. Yeah, sure. Um, I think for a lot of people, they understand Kidzania. So I use that as an example. So Kidzania is where you go in, uh, the, the children go in and they experience different, uh, different jobs, right, in, in, the, in the actual uh, uh, team park, right? So they, they, they go and experience, they try it out, they understand. So we are like that, but we work with real corporate partners. So meaning, uh, let's say this time, right, we do a shoe project. So they learn how to design a shoe. They get feedback, you know, oh, this, this design is not realistic. You need to add uh, some shoelace on, on it so that the, the consumer will be able to wear, right? So these are some realistic uh, designs that they need to add in. So after, you know, a few industries, they will kind of figure out, oh, I'm more of the creative person. Oh no, I'm more of a sales person. Uh, you know, maybe maybe animation is not my thing. Uh, however, you know, I, I feel like I can do very well in terms of uh, ideas. Right? So, so it's a way for them to explore. Now, in terms of my business model, how we work is we are a platform, meaning the coach they have to pay uh, a licensing program fee and the training fees to take our AI talent, and then they can start teaching to their students, right? And then we collect uh, a percentage from every student. It's something like, a, like the coach are like our grab driver, right? So uh, they pay for the, the, the account and then for every passenger they teach, mm -hmm. they have to pay us a, a small fee, right? Yeah. So we yeah. are basically a, a platform. Um, in terms of the students, right? The students will join in, in a group of five, so five in the team, and we call them a small little company. <laughs> it's like a little company. So yeah. five in, in, in the company, right? So they have their own uh, team name mm -hmm. and they work together. So this is how it works. Yeah. Um, we realized that when they are a team, they will actually learn from many other teams because there are so many other companies, small little companies out there. They always watch uh, other team video and to improve on themselves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's yeah. what we call the review session. Yeah, mm, that's awesome. And what what I especially liked uh, um, in one of your posts, I saw that, and it's, I think it's also on the web page. Is like you have that overview of like um, the soft skills, right? Because the, the, oh, yes. the biggest challenge <laughs> is the soft skills, right? How how and where do you learn those? You know, and uh, you yeah. have really a good overview of like. Uh, uh, of course, on the job, you learn those soft skills, you know, and that's a fantastic opportunity for, for the kids really to, to, to learn about that. 
So maybe I can share a bit on that, um, the soft skills part. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we focus on... it was not on... really a question. I was thinking, yeah, maybe I'll just add a little bit. Um, yeah, sure. So we, we focus on the eight, eight essential career skills. And that was actually mm-hmm. posted by Forbes magazine, that these oh, are the okay. skill set that we need uh, in a post-coronavirus world. So okay. I'm just giving you yeah. uh, some, some examples out of the eight, like uh-huh. emotional intelligence, leadership, uh, data literacy, uh, creativity, digital skills, coding skills, and all that. So these are the skill set that actually what our children need in the future as well. So in AI Tyler, we don't teach. We actually don't teach. They learn when they do the project. So it's a project-based uh, learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understand? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's good. What? Um, so you you're uh, building the teams in uh, two age groups, right? Um, yes, if I saw that right. correctly. Which which are uh, what twelve to something or what 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 are okay. the age groups again? Um, we will call them like a primary group and a secondary group. Mm-hmm. Whereby the primary group meaning actually even six year old they can they can join oh, around wow. six to twelve. Yeah, uh-huh. so they can mix around. Uh, we don't encourage all same age. Let's say all six year old. Uh, it doesn't work. All twelve yeah. year year old it, it doesn't work. So they mix uh, around. Yeah. Whereas the teenager they also they can mix around in terms of like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen in yeah. a group. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so six to twelve, and then teenagers, right? Well, yeah, how, yeah, how do you right. see how these groups perform differently? I mean, uh, what, what is the biggest <laughs> what, what is the biggest differences that you see? Okay, interesting. So for the younger ones, uh, let let's just call them the primary group, right? Mm-hmm. So for the primary group, we realize that they are very creative. And, you know, don't, don't be surprised because a lot of times when we want to announce the winning team or the shortlisted teams, this group are the ones that are always being selected because their ideas, you know, are really wild. They go crazy. They can think of things that uh, we, we never think of, right? But on the other hand, we will see a better execution in the teenage group, meaning they might not have uh, crazy wild ideas, but the way they execute things are much faster, because they have already gained some, uh, you know, some network. They have more friends and all that, right? So I would say uh, there are advantage and uh, disadvantage, or you know, there are strengths uh, on each team. But what we focus on is, okay, you are primary, know your strength and use that. You are, even though you are in secondary, right? You know your strength and you use that. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So the the. The primary is more like the innovative, like with the crazy yeah, ideas. Very and, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, awesome. So um, that makes a good uh, mix in the end. And talking about mix, I was uh, also wondering because you have a lot of girls also like um, applying and joining. Um, <laughs> what, what is the ratio you currently have around? Is it like a 50 50 or? Yeah, I would say it's about 50 50 in terms of. Uh, in terms of students, yes. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of coach, I think because teacher is a a, a female thing that you know, a lot of uh, female you know, women we we are teachers. So mm-hmm. hence, uh, in our my coach, we have I would say ninety percent uh, women and then ten oh, percent wow. men. Okay. Yeah. So that is uh, I I would say it's not only in Malaysia. We see the same scenario in Thailand, 
mm-hmm. and also in Japan. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So means um, teacher is more like a female-dominated uh, career. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But from the kids, like those who want to become entrepreneurs or join the program, you say it's like a fifty-fifty. Yeah, uh, right now it's a fifty-fifty. That, yeah. That's awesome to see, right? Because like later we see like more like uh, <laughs> the male like going to like the startup way you know and then uh, the female maybe more like on the employees way how, how do you try to encourage um, also the kids right the young kids the young girls right to to go their path and and move forward like on on their way basically mm, okay so Let me think. Uh, how do I structure my sentence? <laughs> so for for us, for us, um, we try not to discriminate between you know the gender. So we we open up right the project for uh, both. So we we are happy to do that. Now in terms of how do we encourage more female? For now, I'm actually looking at more female corporate uh, business owners to join me. So that mm-hmm. we can, you know, they can see. Oh, now we we learn from female entrepreneur. Uh, we also learn from uh, from the men, right? So we have a, a a balance of both. But I do personally have <laughs> have another. Um, uh, I would say a small project of of my side. I do okay. want to uh, inspire more women to mm-hmm. come up as entrepreneur. Uh, because for me, I realize that I'm not sure is it just in Malaysia. Um, we do have a, a, a lack of role model uh, as women entrepreneur. I think a lot of women, um, once we have, let's say, you know, we, we, we give birth and all that, uh, it's a very natural thing that, you know, we want to continue and take care of the family first. Right, so that is that's when our priority change. <laughs> so for for a lot of female, maybe at some point of time they want to step out, they want to do something. But a lot of you know uh, obstacles and a lot of, of voices in front of them that maybe I should just be an employee. Um, I had similar feeling. I think when I was when I was working uh, as an employee, I do have this question in mind all the time, and I actually ask my friends. I'm like, no why why do humans have to work? <laughs> and then and then I got like a lot of backlash. You know, like, well, you don't need to eat. Like, don't you need money to eat? Don't need, don't you need to survive? You know, I I get a lot of questions like that. But um, I think maybe I should have rephrased my question in a better sense. It's more like. Why do I have to work in somewhere that um, it's not entire? I'm not entirely passionate about. Why can't I do something that is contributing to the world? I think that would be the question that I actually want them to. Ask. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I I understand so, the question. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think so, uh, I mean I, I mean it's great to hear that. And I think uh, you are one of those uh, role models. And I think it's really great oh. to see um, uh, people like you and more women that that are really inspiring, um, uh, doing a fantastic job, right? And inspiring oh. uh, young kids and uh, especially girls to go a similar path, right? A similar career and just try to yeah become entrepreneur, start the company, and uh, go that journey in the end. I think that's great to see <laughs> that. Yeah, I hope I can find many more, you know, to talk on the podcast. Sometimes it's it's also uh-huh. difficult, and we debated many times. You know, why it's dif- more difficult right. to find like uh, uh, female guests than than oh. male. Yeah, but um, in the end, I think it's a question of time. You find them, and um, yeah, I'm 
always happy that uh, um, they join also and want to share their experience. Right. Well, <laughs> I have to say, um, uh, being a women entrepreneur, I started seeing the advantage <laughs> of being really? a, a women Please entrepreneur. Share with yeah. me how you see that. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually experience it until I think it was last year. So I did discuss with my uh, business partner, right? Because I'm in the front line where I deal with a lot of uh, men and I also deal with a lot of women. Um, somehow when it comes to negotiation, uh, it's actually easy for me to say something than my business partner who is a man. Um, I'm not sure is it more of the gender position, uh, but it seems like maybe women has this thing that would soften the, the other party. So for us, you know, when we talk about it, um, it seems like it's more smooth. And if there are two alpha men in the same room, <laughs> you know, that will cause some clash, right? Uh, and not only that, because my whole team, right, uh, we are all, I mean, I, as I mentioned, you know, for, for, for people who want to be a coach, most of them, you know, a teacher, most of them are, are women. So my team, basically, we're, we're all women. <laughs> it's, it's, we, we understand each other and all that so I did I did ponder about that you know if let's say um, I'm still an employee or if let's say I don't have the flexible time that I have now what would happen in the future uh, for example right now when I want to cook I would kind of schedule my time such that it doesn't clash the, the, the time that I have to cook for my family um, or even I can decide when I want to take off when I need to deal with something emergency. So it, it, this flexible time makes me realize that, you know, there's a lot of advantage to be a, an entrepreneur, especially a female. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you you mentioned just before, um, like you you are not only operating in uh, Malaysia, but you had like uh, your successes also in Thailand and Japan. I think. Um, yeah. yeah that's uh, uh, what what is the so far the biggest success in a project that you had? Like something that you uh, really like uh, want to share is like wow, such a fantastic project that you did, or like uh, the company okay. helped to achieve it, basically. Right, right. So we had a lot of projects <laughs> before. Uh, I, I just hope, uh, yeah, I, I want to make sure I take care of my, <laughs> take care of my clients as well. <laughs> I would say um, every project has their special, uh, special ring to it. Mm -hmm. The one that inspire people the most, I would say, is the environment project because that was the time when you know they started having awareness on what's going on in the world right so that started it they started actually being very conscious and look at it um that would be the one that yeah create the most awareness in terms of the results wise i, I can't deny it would be the ice cream project so my um, my students managed to sell more than two thousand cups and that's just within how much i think two two and a half months yeah, they managed to sell 2,000 tops uh, in the total and that it's more than 30,000 drinking. Um, that, that's uh, a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> so they learn, yeah. they learn, and we had, I think yesterday, I wanted to show you a video if possible after this. Uh, yesterday, we, you know, sorry, on Sunday, they actually asked, you know, since we've been selling, can we continue to sell? 
right? Oh, yeah. And that's when the negotiation came in like, okay, sure, if you're in the shortlisted team, uh, you know, we, you are potentially getting the business license, but if you're not, feel free to reach out to us. Maybe we can uh, talk mm-hmm. a bit more. So the kids are actually looking at, you know, can I make money? They, they are seriously thinking about that. Like, oh, can I continue and sell because I can make money? <laughs> and they're so honest and direct. Like, yeah, I, I want to make more money. Okay. They are just, yeah, <laughs> nice. straight so to the, the point. Real, <laughs> the real entrepreneur <laughs> spirit come out right in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What is what is uh, next to come? What are the next uh, projects uh, that uh, you can share with us? Okay, sure. Um, for the current projects, we have two uh, in parallel. So one is the shoe design. We work with Indonesia uh, business owner. So they have a lot of, they have, uh, basically they do materials, they do clothing, uh, they also do bags and shoes. So we only mm-hmm. focus on shoe design. So in the end, they would manufacture it and the kids will learn how to sell it, right? But okay. they get to design their own shoe. So that is the fun part. Okay. Um, the yeah. con- the concurrent project that we, in parallel, like we're having um, a sanitizer project. So we call nano disinfectant. So it's a nanotechnology mm-hmm and disinfectant, where the kids also get to learn how to sell and explain yeah. why is this different than the sanitizers out there. Okay. Right? Um, and in the end, uh, they, they are also going to get a distributor license, uh, given there's a guardian, guardian taking care of <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay good yeah, yeah, yeah which brings me to the next uh question that we come to an end of the podcast where where can uh people help you like what what is that uh, you're looking most urgently right now what, what are you looking for um okay that's a that's a very good question <laughs> i would i would give um two sides right so let me start with uh-huh. the first part so the first sure. part that uh i'm looking for it's more of education uh, business owners or education centers. Uh, I'm looking to expand into Indonesia, uh, Philippines, Cambodia, Korea, Taiwan, Australia. <laughs> so, you know, those, those are the, 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 <laughs> the education um, partners that I'm looking for. Okay. Um, but if you say corporate partners, meaning, you know, the ones that are running a business, mm-hmm. I'm actively <laughs> looking for someone who designs theme park. So let's say owners of theme park, yeah, that would be a very fun project to work, to collaborate with the students. Um, I'm also looking for a children toy designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm actively looking for them in, in Japan, actually. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Because okay. their educational toys are pretty yes. interesting. Okay. Um, I think these two would be, yeah, would be the, the future plan that I'm, I'm focusing on. Awesome, yeah. What, what is the best way to reach out to you via LinkedIn or email the homepage that you have? Right, I think uh, LinkedIn would be the best, right? So that would be a, a good connection. Um, my website would be good as well. So okay. going through website or even Facebook page, yeah. Awesome, yeah. I will be sharing all the links so you can uh, reach oh, out to Wesin and I hope you get uh, uh, what you just mentioned that you need most urgently very quickly so you can move forward with your project. Oh. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, as, Thank you, as you expected, and me too, yeah, it will run out quite <laughs> fast. <laughs> Maybe you, you can oh. you share like a last sentence, a last word, like a motivational, inspirational topic you want to share? Um, maybe for the kids that want to join or become entrepreneurs. 
Right. Um, for me, I would say, you know, don't think too much. Just do it. Uh, if you don't do it, you don't know whether you feel or succeed. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. Good enough. Awesome. Thank you so much uh, for your time, sharing your experience, your thanks, journey. Thanks, Awesome to learn from you. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you. A pleasure to be here. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day, and I wish you all the best uh, with with your upcoming projects. And uh, thanks for watching to the audience. Uh, this episode was quite, uh, yeah, insightful. Um, makes me also very happy to see and learn from that. I hope you like that too. And then I hope also I can see you next week for another episode of Pat's Chat. Thanks. And have a great day.